This is News Talk. An awful lot of people reacting yesterday to uh, Natalie McNally's killing and the court case in the north and it's on the front of a number of papers this morning. The Irish Daily Mail uh, man staged live video broadcast on night pregnant woman was stabbed to death in her own home court hears YouTube alibi of murder accused. Uh, The Mail reports a YouTuber staged a video gaming live stream to provide an alibi on the night he allegedly killed an expectant mother a court has heard Stephen McCullough, age 32, was remanded in custody after appearing before a district judge yesterday charged with the murder of Natalie McNally in Lurgan. The Irish Daily Mirror accused secretly recorded Natalie's family. A court heard a man charged with the murder of Natalie McNally used his phone to record her family in their home to see if they suspected him. He's also accused of staging a video gaming live stream to provide an alibi on the night he allegedly killed her. A prosecution lawyer told the court the theory is that he wanted to see was there any suspicion about him. And the front of the Irish Daily Star, Natalie murder suspect at her vigil. A man charged with the murder of pregnant Natalie McNally had attended a rally in her memory alongside her family last weekend. That's the front of the star. On to other stories in the papers. The front of the Irish Independent has a lovely cheerful headline for a Friday morning of a bank holiday weekend more mortgage misery on the way. And this is the news that mortgage interest rates could soar towards 4% this summer as Irish banks start to pass on the cost to more types of their customers. As we heard in the news, AIB introducing rate increases across all mortgage types for the first time uh, since the ECB began raising interest rates last July. Uh, now, However, AIB is also lifting the rates it pays on deposits, which is being called a boost to savers. Yesterday, we had the ECB announcing the latest rate rise of 0.5%. Christine Lagarde of the ECB asked, was this the last interest rate hike? And she said, no, no, no. So (laughs) read into that what you will. It seems like there's a long way to go here uh, in trying to get the house in order. So unfortunately, particularly if you're on a tracker mortgage, the interest rates are just going up and up and up. They were effectively paying about 0%. Now they could be going up to 4% by the summer, which is an awful lot of money for people. You're talk- talking thousands here for some people every year that they now have to find. The front of the Irish Times care home legal strategy continued after review by ministers. We're still continuing with the story of this legal strategy over illegal nursing home charges. The Irish Times says that the government strategy of fighting legal claims for nursing home care refunds continued after a high-level review in 2017. And the Irish Times says that this review involved Simon Harris and Helen McEntee, according to Internal Department of Health records. Um, And the review was referred to in previously undisclosed correspondence from the department to the Chief State Solicitor's Office in May 2017. Uh, The other big story in the front of the Irish Times is about refugees. So apparently Minister Roger Gorman has now written to every government department and state body in the country appealing for accommodation, any unused buildings, any ideas they have of where we can house refugees. And one of the things the Irish Times says is that the government is going to put up refugees on sleeping bags and mattresses on the floors of big buildings uh, because obviously accommodation 
is running out or has run out for people now arriving into Ireland. Ministers have been asked to find sports centres, conference facilities, arts centres, student leisure centres and any other large buildings that are deemed safe in order to house refugees. And apparently in this letter from Roger O'Gorman to all the various government departments, he says it doesn't matter where in the country, it doesn't have to be a specific area of the country like Dublin or Cork or whatever, literally anywhere. If you know of a sports centre, a conference centre, anywhere to house refugees, please let us know. But of course, as we've heard here on Lunchtime Live on News Talk, I have my own experience of people I know as well who offered at the very start bedrooms to refugees arriving from Ukraine and they're still waiting to hear. And we hear from B&Bs the whole time who say that they have uh, beds available for asylum seekers. Andrea Gilligan had an example there of maybe it was 10, maybe it was 20 beds that she could have found that night for refugees. And that wasn't really actioned upon. But anyway, they're looking to put refugees now on sleeping bags and mattresses instead in big unused buildings around the country. The Irish Examiner injunction granted over building site protest, an urgent injunction, which apparently is the first of its kind in this country, has been granted against protesters intimidating, threatening or obstructing construction workers completing a development outside McCroom. Gardaí visited the site following recent incidents involving protesters who were described as acting in the belief that the houses are being offered to people fleeing the war in Ukraine. So protesters think that these houses are for Ukrainian refugees. They've been protesting. Now an injunction has been granted. Katie Taylor's all over the papers today. Uh, We heard all the big hoo-ha yesterday over Croke Park. The Irish Sun has an exclusive interview with Katie Taylor's father, Uh, Pete, who told of his outrage after his daughter's dream of a Croke Park fight was KO'd by sky-high costs. Pete told rowing promoters, the GAA and the government to do everything it can to get this fight on at Croke Park. Bit of a row going on and a sort of a he said, he said, he said, she said thing there between Eddie Hearn and the uh, GAA. We'll see what happens with it. Now, there's a couple of fashion bits in the papers today. Uh, The first one is from the Times of London and bizarrely, because it is only the 3rd of February and they were looking at January sales and sales of shorts have gone through the roof. So the Times of London says, while many people are wrapping up warm this winter, there's a new unusual fashion trend defying the chill because uh, John Lewis, which is big in the UK, has seen a surge in searches and sales of men's shorts. And the retailer said in January, kind of a random month to be buying shorts, but anyway, in January there'd been a fourfold increase in searches and sales compared with the same time last year, and men are buying navy chino shorts in particular, uh, and they said at first it didn't stack up. John Lewis absolutely mystified, but they say it seems that the trend for year-round shorts is a new and growing phenomenon. And I have to say, you do see it going around Dublin, around Nace every day. There are men going around in shorts, and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, two degrees outside, they seem to be wearing them year-round. Uh, now, they're also saying that another reason why there's been a rise in the sale of shorts is that they're going abroad for winter sun 
uh, or maybe they're stocking up for the summer because summer clothes often sell out by the time it gets to the summer so maybe they're looking ahead but either way shorts are on the rise and it's defying the doom and gloom of winter. The other big fashion story if you're a fan of racing you'll be interested in this. This is in the sun. Race goers in the UK and maybe in Ireland it probably is the case already but anyway in the UK you're going to be able if you're going racing to wear jeans, t-shirts and runners anywhere on the Grand National course after a formal dress code was ditched. So restrictions have now been wiped out in the most exclusive enclosures at some of Britain's top courses. So instead, all spectators are to be encouraged to dress as you feel most comfortable and confident. So there's been a removal now of the formal dress code for, you know, the fancy reserved enclosures at uh, all these big race courses. And starting this weekend, you don't have to dress up to go racing anymore. I actually think that's a bit unfortunate. Uh, But anyway, that's what they're deciding to do. I don't know if it'll apply to Ascot as well, because you really have to dress up for Ascot. I know in Aintree, maybe the dress code isn't quite as formal. The Telegraph tells us this morning, if you're a fan of meal deals in supermarkets, well, you could be consuming as many calories as a large Big Mac and fries. Researchers at the University of Birmingham found that budget meal deals often contain well over 600 calories recommended for people to consume at lunchtime. They're talking about these meal deals like what you see in Tesco and Boots where you have a main, a snack and a drink. So you might get a sandwich or a roll or a salad or a pasta and essentially you may as well get a Big Mac and fries for the amount of calories involved. I am a big fan when you go to the airport of getting a meal deal in Boots. Very handy for the plane but certainly a lot of calories involved there. Final story, if getting your children fed, dressed and off to school this morning feels like an ordeal you're being asked to spare a thought for Musa Hashira in the Irish Independent because he has 102 children and now he finally has realised enough is enough he can no longer afford to feed and clothe all of his children. He says he can't remember all of their names because there's 102 of them. The firstborn child was back in 1972 when he was 16 and uh, since then he's taken on more wives, had to pay dowries and the children have been born with great regularity. So his children range in age from 10 to 50 but now all his wives have been told, all 12 of them, that they have to use contraceptive measures. Uh, Finally he's realised that. Anyway, those are the stories in the papers. Um, 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.